Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to the Sportswire on Anchor.fm. Remember, Sportswire did move to Anchor.fm last week, and so far it's been fantastic. Again, my name is Vinny Apicella, and I am here with you for today, albeit it's a little late in the day, so today is technically uh, Thursday, and uh, we did, so I guess this will be Thursday's show. Anyways, my name is Big Daddy, uh, I'm sorry, I'm no longer Big Daddy Cool, I kind of dropped that, time to grow up a little bit. I am Vinny Apicella, I'm here in beautiful New Britain, Connecticut, and you know what, we've got a lot of, we have a big announcement First of all, actually a couple of big announcements to go over. Uh, one from AEW, and then one from WWE. And honestly, I feel the WWE announcement is bigger, so I'll let that wait until the uh, later half of the show. But, AEW, okay, so coming up uh, next weekend, next Saturday night, is uh, AEW's Full Gear. Uh, first Saturday, in, uh, actually second Saturday in November, it'll be November, what, 9th? Yeah, November 9th, and uh, it'll be from Baltimore. They're doing StarCast 4 around it, so I guess every AEW pay-per-view now is going to be uh, have a StarCast associated with, with it. So for Conrad Thompson to say that, you know, StarCast has nothing to do with AEW, he's kind of mistaken, unfortunately, with that. <laughs> so, uh, first off, big, big huge congratulations to the uh, Washington Nationals for... Uh, Washington Nationals for uh, winning the World Series because, well, you know, they were. They did. They they, they won the World Series over the uh, over the Houston Astros. Excuse me while I had a brain fart. And uh, basically they uh, they ended up winning 4-3. to three. Game 7 was uh, Wednesday night against both AEW and NXT, uh, which was last night. So congratulations to them for that. And I, I have to say that uh, I'm kind of shocked that Houston did not win. Houston is a great team, and I'm kind of glad that uh, they made it, even though they beat the Yankees. That's why I was going for Houston. But at the same time, I do feel like uh, Washington who used to be the Montreal Expos, they did uh, kind of erase 1994. Because if you remember, 1994 was the uh, strike-shortened year where uh, Major League Baseball went on a strike and the World Series, had it had it gone based on the best, uh, the best records, it would have been Montreal Expos, who became the... Washington Nationals, and the New York Yankees. And actually, the, the Expos had the best record in baseball that year. So, and the Yankees were right behind them. But they kind of lost out because of the strike. And so they kind of erased that curse, that, that uh, let's see, that, that yeah, that curse, that, that thing that, that had been holding them back. And uh, so, like I said, congratulations, congratulations to them. All right. So with that said, now back on to AEW. So full gear. Okay, I did not watch AEW Dynamite last night. I my sleep schedule is so off, 
because of working overnight. So I did not watch either AEW or NXT last night. I plan on watching it before the, uh, you know, when they go on demand. So I do need to apologize that I'm not giving you anything about the Wednesday Night War today. But either way, I do want to talk about AEW and Full Gear coming up. The main event is uh, Chris Jericho probably coming out in his Painmaker gimmick. And he's going to go ahead and defend the AEW world title against... Uh, here we go, against Chris Jericho, and here's the, here's the thing, is AEW put out a press release, um, AEW put out a press release that basically, basically said that if the match goes 60 minutes, here, I'll read it, okay, AW brings in three judges for the World Championship title match at Full Gear Pay-Per-View event on Saturday, November 9th. Panel of esteemed judges could decide the fate of Cody, uh, Chris Jericho versus Cody at Royal Farms Arena in Baltimore. AW Today announced a new tiebreaker stipulation for its World Championship title match featuring defending champion Chris Jericho taking on the American Nightmare Cody at Full Gear Pay-Per-View event in Baltimore on Sunday, November 9th. In the event, in the event is, in the event there is no winner at the end of the 60-minute time limit, a panel of three esteemed judges who will be seated at ringside must vote for a winner. In the event there is not a unanimous choice, the majority decision will be the winner. This will ensure that a draw will not be the outcome of this World Championship title match. Chris Jericho was crowned the inaugural AEW World Champion by defeating Hangman Adam Page in a brutal, bloody match at All Out in August. Since then, Jericho has formed a nefarious inner circle with Sammy Guevara, Jake Hager, Santana, and Ortiz to counter Cody and the Elite. At the AEW Dynamite show in Pittsburgh last week, a vicious brawl between the two powerhouse factions erupted when Cody punched through a glass door of a suite to get to the inner circle which spun into an all-out melee on the crowded concourse at Peterson Event Center. The three judges will also ensure that the blatant assists Jericho has received thus far from the inner circle will not be tolerated during the title bout. Cody's road to the championship bout included wins against Dustin Rhodes at Double or Nothing and Sean Spears at All Out. Other matches at full gear will include John Moxley battling Kenny Omega, Pac versus Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page, uh, and the Young Bucks taking on Inner Circle member Santana and Ortiz. Full Gear will be live on pay-per-view Saturday, November 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And is available for purchase via in-demand cable operators, DirecTV, Dish Networks, and Bleacher Report Live. International fans can purchase the event on ITV, Box Office, and Fight.tv. So, that's what that is. So, that's a pretty cool uh, stipulation in that if, if it goes 60 minutes, that... It'll go to a panel of three judges. That's something we really haven't seen in wrestling. And it kind of gives it a big fight feel. As to the point where there has to be a winner. And I, and I kind of have a feeling that's like a, that's a dig at the WWE with the Hell in a Cell non-finish uh, last month or earlier this month. And, uh, you know, because the ref stopped a Hell in a Cell match when technically there's, it shouldn't be. Um, more on that later. <laughs> uh, so, I like it. As far as who the three judges are, there have been names that have been uh, 
thrown out. I honestly feel like DDP will not be a judge since he's so closely aligned with with Cody that he can't be, uh, you know, he can't be unbiased. Uh, so I would probably end up saying that because it also takes into effect who's not under a WWE Legends deal contract or, you know, who's, you know, so you got to take that into consideration. Bret Hart did appear on Double or Nothing, so I would assume one of them will be Bret Hart because I don't feel like he's got an exclusivity clause in his WWE Legends deal. Uh, I feel like one of them will be uh, maybe Magnum TA, going back from WCW days, and possibly Arn Anderson, who, but then again, again, Arn Anderson is kind of already uh, inserted himself in one of Cody Rhodes' matches at All Out uh, when he faced Sean Spears and gave him the, and uh, Arn gave him the spine buster. So, who else could it be? Speculation is running rampant. I'm sure that we'll find out either that night or on uh, Dynamite next Wednesday. I honestly don't know who they could be. I, I don't... Uh, I'm just kind of guessing. But I do feel like one of them will be Bret Hart. Uh, that, that more likely will happen. At least in my opinion. Maybe, maybe they'll have Tony Khan? I, I don't know. Uh, but we shall see. So, that's... Uh, that's the biggest stipulation, biggest news from AEW that was announced uh, two days ago. By the way, today is Halloween, so happy Halloween. Um, if you're going out trick-or-treating tonight with your kids, you know, keep them safe from harm. Uh, but okay, uh, I will be right back after this message with, with the big WWE news. Welcome back to the Sports Wire again. I am Vinny Apicella. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Uh, I want to really thank you. Ever since I switched over to Anchor.fm and started doing these daily podcasts, my listenership has risen dramatically. And if you are a listener and you want to help support the show, because again, you know, I do this as a volunteer, is to bring you uh, great, great shows every day. Uh, feel free to sponsor to, or support the show. The link is in the, I believe the link is uh, on the Anchor.fm page. Uh, but go ahead and help out. <laughs> if not, it's cool. I'm glad you're able to enjoy the show. Big news from the t- from Camp WWE ahead of today's uh, Crown Jewel. They've been holding this in their pocket, and I'm kind of glad uh, because it does make a bigger impact. But the very first women's match at a Saudi Arabian pay-per-view uh, event uh, will happen today at Crown Jewel when... The Queen of Hearts, Natalia, takes on uh, Lacey Evans in Saudi Arabia. And you heard that right. There is going to be a women's match at Saudi Arabia at Crown Jewel. And this is big. And, you know, a lot of people, and they're they're idiots in my opinion, but there's a lot of people who don't watch or they boycott the Saudi Arabian matches because, well, because it's... uh, you know, the Muslim hierarchy over there, and they're still back in the 1300s, and, you know, and the Saudi Arabian government does a lot of shady stuff, you know, with the killing of that reporter and everything. So a lot of people boycott the Saudi Arabian shows, which I think is ridiculous. You know, they're so judgmental of WWE going over there, and it's like, you know what? Regardless of who pays for the show, 
Because it's a PHO. It's a contract with the government of, of Saudi Arabia. Okay? It is. I'm not going to deny that. But, and they don't deny it either. But the fact is they go over there to perform for their fans. They're not performing for the prince, the crown prince, or any of the government, you know, government agencies or people. They go to entertain the fans, the fan base of the WWE that lives in Saudi Arabia that sees them, I'm sure, on censored TV and sees them twice a year now. But before that, it was I don't think it was ever, uh, maybe once in a blue moon. I mean, I remember back in the early 90s, Ahmed Johnson, maybe mid-90s, Ahmed Johnson won the Kuwaiti Cup when they went over to Kuwait. But I don't remember in recent times them going anywhere in the Middle East. Uh, so, Lacey Evans versus Natalia happening at Crown Jewel. It's going to be great. It's a step in the right direction. Regardless of how you feel about Saudi Arabia's government, the people there are oppressed. Okay. And the women there, especially, they can't drive, they can't vote, they can't, you know, they can't go to movies by themselves, let alone be the spotlight, you know. And they're, obviously, they're having special gear made where it's full body cover, you know, just like Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss had when they uh, had their match in Abu Dhabi uh, in the United Arab Emirates uh, last year, a couple of years ago. But this is hope. This is the way WWE can go into a country that their civilization is so different and so far behind the times of the Western modern civilization, and they can go in there and really make change. And so many people don't understand that, or they just are ignorant to the fact that the WWE is doing this to change, to help change that culture. Maybe when, you know, and I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight, but that's why they signed a 10-year contract. Okay, so two years of it is over, all right? So, you know, with that said, there's still eight more years. And, and a year and a half in, we have our first match. We're, you know, it's, it's a slow process. I mean, last, last one, you know, at, on the third one, they had Renee Young in there to, to do broadcasting. That was a big step. You know, now they have a match between two women. And Mansoor, who is a Saudi Arabian wrestler who signed to the WWE, I believe signed to NXT, um, Mansoor is going to face uh, Cesaro, uh, you know, at Crown Jewel. And he said that his sister was so excited when he told her the news that there was going to be a women's match. It's because no matter how you feel about the government of Saudi Arabia, the majority of the younger people, and I'm not saying the older guys, the older, you know, curmudgeon, pure Muslim, ritualistic, traditional people. Yeah, they're probably, those people are probably still part of that whole Muslim regime. I'm, you know, but the younger crowd that's more often than not the fans of the WWE, you know, the, the maybe 40 and younger, okay, they're the ones that want the change. It's the government that's not changing. So to take it out on the fans and just be so judgmental of the entire country because of the shadiness of the of the government. I mean, hell, look at the United States government. I mean, the, the um, all governments are shady. That includes everybody in government. And and if anything, President Trump has shown that and has proven, you know, and and kind of pulled back the curtain 
on the government and showed how much shadiness is going on in Washington. He was at a he was at a, uh, a Washington Nationals game earlier this month or last week during the uh, World Series, and the crowd booed him. Hey, you know what? If the people are booing him that live in D.C., that he's doing a good job. But the but the way I but either way, the fact is is that governments are shady. You cannot take it out on the citizens of that country because of the government. You know, they go to Canada all the time and look at the Prime Minister of Canada, a liberal piece of garbage, Trudeau. Okay? You know, so we had four we had eight years of Barack Obama and they still toured the US after all the garbage that was going on in our government. So you can't take it out on the citizens of the country because the government is shady. And the government, you know, is a piece of garbage. You know, you, you, you can't. So with that said, this is hope. This is a, right, a step in the right direction. And, and, I, and you know what? Even with this, with this announcement and how great it is for, for, uh, for Saudi Arabia, for the entertainment industry over there, for, you know, for the women in that country. Okay, how great it is, because it is a step in the right direction. There were still people on Twitter complaining because it was Lacey Evans versus Natalia. And you know what? Those people need to go jump off a bridge. And that's all there is to it. I'm sorry. But if you're going to complain just because of who's in the match, just the fact that there is going to be a match is the best part, is the most important part of this. So, I'm, I'm going to be watching it today. Absolutely. Unfortunately, my son decided that he didn't want to go trick-or-treating tonight. He wants to go to my sister's house and watch movies and eat pizza. So, watch horror movies and eat pizza and hand out candy. So, I'm kind of stuck today. So, anyway, but it comes on at 1 o'clock this afternoon anyways. So, I'll be watching Crown Jewel live on WWE Network. It does start at 12 noon. Well, the pre-show starts at 12 noon Eastern time, and uh, 1 o'clock Eastern is the show, so that's that. So, also on the card, The Fiend versus Seth Rollins, Falls Count Anywhere match. The match cannot be stopped for any reason at all. My whole thing is, I, this is if they actually do this, it's going to be crappy. Uh, I will eat, I don't know, I'll eat a hat, or, or whatever. But hopefully they time out the show right so that the match does not get stopped for prayer time. Because as we all know, there has to be some kind of an intermission for prayer time on one of these shows. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully they they time the mat they time the show out right and that match does not happen before the prayer break. Because I think people would have I think I don't know necessarily about the Saudi Arabian fans, but I know the American fans watching will have a conniption fit on Twitter if the match is stopped because of prayer time. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, also, like I said, Mansoor is taking on Cesaro. Uh, you're going to have a huge tag team gauntlet match uh, to see who the best tag team in the world is. I would love to see a, I would love to see at the end the Usos come out and return and win the whole thing. That would be great. Uh, also, 20-man battle royal on the pre-show, and that's going to determine the winner of that goes on during the main show to take on uh, AJ Styles for the United States Championship. From what I heard, Aleister Black is going to get the nod and the title. So we'll see how that turns out. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Uh, 
Oh yeah, how could I forget? The two biggest show do two biggest matches. Tyson Fury comes over for the boxing world, the first time ever an undisputed boxing champion who's still active in boxing is taking on a WWE superstar. So Braun Strowman is going to take on Tyson Fury. Um, and then in a rematch from nine years ago, UFC 121, I believe, Brock Lesnar defends the WWE Championship against Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez is the one that gave Brock a TKO in the first round to win the UFC Championship. Will Lightning strike twice? Or will this be round two, Brock wins, and then they go to a rubber match? Uh, honestly, it would, it would, you know, I don't want to see Twitter, but how would the Twitter fans react if Cain Velasquez wins the WWE Championship in his first ever match? And Triple H said he's got a long-term deal. So, we shall see how that turns out. So, with that being said, I want to thank you all for listening and downloading this episode of the Sportswire. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at SWE. Follow Sportswire on Facebook and Instagram at Sportswire Audio. Email sportswireaudio at gmail.com. And then you can go to our anchor.fm page, www.sportswireaudio.com. Remember to uh, fund the show if you'd like to. Definitely send over some uh, some funding It's uh, if you like what you hear. Uh, it's definitely great to uh, do it. But either way, uh, I want to thank you all for listening. I am Vinny Apicella. We'll see you tomorrow because I'll do a show for Friday. So technically we skipped Wednesday. I guess you could say that. But then again, because of how I do the shows in the middle of the night, it still works. So instead of saying I started on a Sunday, I started on a Monday, perhaps. But either way, the fact is, we'll have a new show tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow right here on the Sportswire.